You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So let's take our first read of what's going on in the week ahead in the NFL. And let's hand out our first impression, Rose. Was there a game that caught your eye from the very moment you laid eyes on it? The very first one, huh? Well, I would say, I don't know. Let me look. I've looked at these You want me to give you one? I can give one while you're thinking. Go ahead. All right, first impression rose for me, and it's not necessarily me thinking that I'm going to bet on this one, but mm-hmm. one that jumped off the page. It's when you see somebody really attractive and you're like, oh man, okay. that person's real hot. So don't know if you saw this, but the Miami Dolphins, the team that oh, just yeah. hung a 70 spot, getting two and a half at the Bills this week. Does this line stink or what? Yes, I was going to say that. I think the Bills are the right side. Do not be fooled. Okay, don't be fooled by one game as a sample size. I feel like this is going to be a sharp versus square play, right? This is what's going to happen. The public's going to be all over the Dolphins, and the Sharps are going to be on the Bills. How many casual bettors are going to go, bro, are you serious? The Dolphins are getting points in Buffalo? Bro, they scored 70 last week, bro. Like, that's going to be the handicap for so many people. But the Bills... Look, dominant against the Commanders. I know it's the Commanders. The Broncos aren't any good either, by the way. They're a bad football team. They're 0-3. That defense was supposed to be good. Now, Mike McDaniel is an absolute wizard on offense, but the Bills' defense is no joke. And what impressed me watching Buffalo last week because they were here in D.C. is that Washington front four is about as good as it gets, and they kept Josh Allen clean i mean clean there were a number of buffalo players after the game who said it was raining here in dc it was nasty there were so many buffalo players who said we wore all white today i don't have a single grass stain on me they play great at the line of scrimmage in the trenches i think that might be the difference here obviously it's in buffalo yeah i think the bills are the right side but here's the pushback that I would give you. Mm-hmm. Remember that Patriots-Dolphins game where I believe the Dolphins, maybe they were laying two and a half, and it felt like the same deal where the Sharps were on the Patriots and the Squares were on the Dolphins. And then you see that one unfolded exactly like a square would imagine. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins still won it, albeit it was a much lower scoring game. So I think it's going to be a stay away from me. Like I don't think that I can trust the Bills enough because what have we seen from the Bills this year? Like, they beat up on the Commanders. But still, yeah. I feel like even the best defenses in the NFL 
cannot stop guys like Tyreek Hill. And you've got to remember when the Dolphins hung a 70 spot, they didn't even have Jalen Waddle on the field. It's crazy. So it just feels like there is so much offensive talent there that maybe they're not going to hang 70, but still it's a very good team. And I'm not sure if we can really trust the Bills because mm-hmm. in big situations, we've seen Josh Allen turn over the football. Like, yeah. are we just forgetting some of these games that we've seen from the Bills thus far? Like, yeah, they beat up on the Commanders, but lost to the Jets, even when they didn't have Aaron Rodgers. And I know the Jets' defense is probably way better than what we see from the Dolphins, but still, uh, I don't think I can make myself take the Bills here. Even though you're right, it will be the sharp versus square play of the week. I wonder I wonder about Thursday Night Football. I kind of like the Lions on the money line. Last week I was on the Packers, and I was lucky to win that game, Packers money line, because Jordan Love, and I was watching some film that was posted on Twitter where someone was saying, look, Derek Carr got knocked out of the game. That was certainly a factor. But if you watch Jordan Love and how he performed in the fourth quarter of that game, he was making some serious throws, some great decisions, and he really sort of grew into that role in the fourth quarter in a spot when they really needed him. That said, the Packers are super banged up. This is one of those games where I want to look at the injury report because last week the Packers were without a starting left guard, like a a starting tackle, like Aaron Jones was out. They were missing so many different pieces and found a way to win that game. If they're still that banged up, I think I would lean towards the Lions, and that line seems a little short to me. Well, the trend that we need to bring up that's been red hot is primetime unders. Mm -hmm. What are they, 7-2 and now to start the year? Over the last four seasons, hitting it over a 60% clip. So you see a total in this one, 45.5. But I think you have to take that trend and also pair it with the teams that are actually in the matchup. Because last night, I felt like the Eagles and the Bucks were a perfect example. Two good defenses that also are playing in that position of primetime slotting. So here with the Lions... Don't the Lions make you nervous to play play unders? Because it yeah. feels like their defense can definitely give it up. And we know they have a ton of playmakers on the offense. So I think I would play the primetime under here at 45 and a half, but I wouldn't feel great about it. I wouldn't either. And this this is one of those games, and you touched on it, where it can go back and forth, back and forth. So I think, I just think based on I would feel more comfortable. I know the trends point to the under, and we keep talking about primetime unders, primetime unders, but the Lions can give it up. So can the Packers. This could maybe be a one-possession game at the end of the game. The sort of the spread kind of tells you that anyway. So I think mm-hmm. I'm just going to stick with the Lions, and I'd probably just play them on the money line. And honestly, this is like last week when I think the Packers were laying a point and a half, and I said, mm, makes me nervous. I'll play the money line. Glad I did because that came home. The spread would not have come home. I think I would just play Detroit here. It's a cheap price at a buck twenty. Yeah, I do think that the Lions are a very solid team, but they are playing on the road here, and yeah. it's going to be a night game at Lambeau, although it is not – the depths of the cold just yet because that's when home field advantage really means something when mm-hmm. you're playing in Lambeau in the snow as we have seen over the years usually there are a couple of spots on the board that feel like overreactions do you see any numbers on here that feel overreactionary where you know a team lost by a bunch like we'll look mm-hmm. at the Broncos they're laying three and a half against the Bears I don't yeah. think that's really a case for no. that because they're playing the Bears but are there any other games on the slate that kind of make you scratch your head and say, okay, it was one game. Can we calm down? 
Okay, well, let me ask you about this. It's not necessarily one game, but your Titans are oh, laying God. two and a half points hosting the Bengals, oh. and this spread has gone up. It opened Titans minus one and a half. So money is coming in on Tennessee, and you were lamenting earlier about how the Titans can't do anything, and yet the Bengals seem to be hobbled. Do you like this? No, the Titans are getting two and a half points. They're See? getting two and a half points? Oh. I read that wrong. I was going to say, ain't nobody believing in my Titans, including me. And especially with the history between the Bengals and the Titans, if you remember when the Titans were the number one overall seed in the AFC and the Bengals came to town and, you know, they scored the game-winning field goal with like a minute left to play, despite okay. Ryan Tannehill throwing three interceptions, it was still a close game, but still, some bad blood there. After that game, Ryan Tannehill literally had to go to therapy to you know i remember that fight some demons <laughs> so yes it feels like there is some tension that could be brewing in this game i'm gonna stay away from my titans i here's the thing about the titans they're terrible their offense okay. is unwatchable but their defense is so good that usually it keeps them in the games like we saw it in the first game of the season titans didn't score a single touchdown but yet covered a three-point spread uh getting three against the saints can we talk about the saints for a second yes let's. i'm do not that. sure what to think because james going into yeah that's a different quarterback so now you've got the revenge game james going against his old squad of the tampa bay bucks i kind of wanted to take the bucks here getting three because i think they're all right mm -hmm. uh but it is a short week and they're coming off a game a physical game against a very physical defense in the Eagles. So maybe it's a stay away from me, but do you think that line seems a little overreactionary? Yeah, a little bit, but didn't we see, didn't we see the Bucks sort of start playing like the Bucks last night? Like I thought there might've been a chance. I, I would have taken the Bucks plus the points because I thought their rush defense was enough to slow down the Eagles. Guess what? I would have been wrong. Glad I didn't play that. But the Saints get Alvin Kamara back this week. Now the Bucks are going on the road. It's also a short week. And the thing is, the Saints do play great defense. That is the one thing they can do. They haven't really put it together on offense. Now, they started to a little bit last week with Derek Carr. And, of course, he's got an AC sprain of his shoulder, so he is week to week. But I think because that defense is so good and because I don't see the Bucs really moving the ball, I think I would lay it with the Saints. What do you think? <sighs> this one's tough. I think yeah. this is a good teaser spot. Maybe you put the Bucks in a teaser. If they can at least hang with the Saints, you get them at plus 10. Because I'm not quite ready to believe in the Saints. I think Derek Carr can give it away at any time, mm -hmm. uh, even though, oh, it's Jameis. I'm sorry. I forgot. Jameis Winston. You know Jameis is my guy, but He's the your same guy. applies to Jameis. Like, do you really trust Jameis as well? Like, he's somebody mm. who we know can sling it, but at the same time, he certainly can give it back. So maybe I can't bet against Jameis there, but I will probably put the Bucks in a teaser getting 10 points. What about your commanders getting 7.5 at the Eagles? This line seems a little short, and I know the Eagles are in a short week, but we saw the manhandling that the Eagles did last night of Tampa Bay, and we saw the manhandling of the Commanders this past week by the Bills. Yeah, do you think bad. the Commanders have any fight left in them? I do, and this line has moved up. Open Eagles minus seven. Now it's Eagles minus seven and a half. I wonder if this is an overreaction spot, and listen – the Commanders just, that was one of the worst performances last week just of any game because Sam Howell 
was pretty putrid. Threw four picks in that game, had a fumble as well, and once Buffalo got rolling, it was 16-0 after three quarters. So the commanders were still kind of in it, and then Hal threw a bad pick, and then it was over from there. I still think it's a division game. The Eagles haven't been blowing teams out yet. So now that it's past the key number of seven, I would look at the commanders at the same time. I need to see a little bit more from these guys because who is Sam Howell? Remember, this is a guy who's only started four NFL games. He might as well be a rookie. So, yeah, he could go up there and light it up like he did against the Broncos, and he could have an absolute stinker like he had against the Bills because he was really bad. So speaking of divisional games, there's one that also caught my eye, but I'm worried about the injury report. The Ravens getting two and a half on the road against the Browns. It feels like a matchup that's going to be really low scoring. Usually you take the underdog there. If that line gets to three, I think I will be on the Ravens. Just feels like a game that's going to be decided by a field goal that Justin Tucker ain't missing this time. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.